0: Thank you, my friends. May the remembering of our ancestors and of our place within the sacred thread they have woven offer us comfort, inspiration, wisdom, and courage as we face the unrest and uncertainty of these times. Our ancestors are all those who have come before us. There are parents and our grandparents and others in our families, yes, who are not with us anymore and whose presence we miss. And they're the people in our communities who died before us, whose lives and names and remember, whose, sorry, whose lives and names we remember. Thank you for speaking their names to bring them into our collective memory. Our ancestors are also the people in our world whose lives have ended or were ended. We remember them in our thoughts and in our lives, sometimes by thinking about them and talking about them holding them close to our hearts, sometimes by doing things they would have wanted us to do, keeping their intentions alive in the world. And sometimes by doing things in their names that they couldn't possibly have imagined, bringing love and justice to the world. I wanna share a little bit about some of our Unitarian, Universalist and UU ancestors who have carried the moral imperative that that bends the arc of the universe towards justice. Benjamin Rush, who lived from 1745 to 1813, was a universalist, a signer of the Declaration of Independence and the most celebrated American physician and the leading social reformer of his time. He was ahead of his time in the issues he fought for, prison and judicial reform, abolition of slavery and the death penalty, education of women, conservation of natural resources, proper diet, abstinence from the use of tobacco and strong drink, and the appointment of a secretary of peace to the federal cabinet. Reverend Theodore Parker, lived from 1810 to 1860. He was a Unitarian preacher, lecturer, writer, a public intellectual, and a religious and social reformer. He played a major role in moving Unitarianism away from being a Bible-based faith, which got him shunned by many of his colleagues. And he established a precedent for clerical activism that has inspired generations of liberal religious leaders including being one of the abolitionists in John Brown's Secret Six. Frances Ellen Watkins Harper, 1825 to 1911, was an African-American Unitarian writer, lecturer, political activist who promoted abolition, civil rights, women's rights, and temperance. She helped found or held high office in several national progressive organizations and is best remembered for her poetry and her fiction, which preached moral uplift and counseled the oppressed on how to free themselves from their demoralized condition. Peter Humphreys Clark lived from 1829 to 1925. He was an associate of Frederick Douglass and one of Ohio's most effective black abolitionist writers and speakers. He was the first teacher engaged by the Cincinnati black public schools, the founder and principal of Ohio's first public school for black students. He was also a path-breaking political activist who empowered black votes in Ohio electoral politics. Reverend Joseph Jordan, 1842 to 1901 was the first African-American to be ordained in the universalist tradition. He founded the first universalist church of Norfolk, Virginia in 1887 and initiated educational efforts for African-American children in Norfolk and vicinity. The missions and schools that were his legacy served thousands of children and families in Eastern Virginia over the period of a century. Fanny Barrier Williams, 1855 to 1944. She was an African-American teacher, social activist, club woman, lecturer, and journalist who worked for social justice, civil liberties, education, and employment, especially for Black women. She was a talented speaker and writer and musician, and she was welcomed in cultured white society in the North, but she stayed loyal to people of color, knowing that the advantages she was enjoying were not given to other Blacks. Viola Lujuzzo, 1925 to 1965 a Unitarian Universalist committed to work for education and economic justice. She traveled to Selma, Alabama to answer Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King's call for allies in the fight for voting rights and was killed by four Klansmen while using her car to help black marchers travel. And James Reeb, Reverend James Reeb, 1927 to 1965 the UU minister our congregation chose to name ourselves after. He lived in a poor, racially mixed neighborhood in Boston while working for social reform, and he was also killed by white supremacists in Selma in 1965, while uh, after answering Dr. King's call. These are people who have helped our faith tradition become one that's concerned with bending the moral arc of the universe toward justice, as Theodore Parker first said. They worked for peace and justice, and yes, the right to vote. Some of us were part of the marginalized communities from which they were working, and some of them were in deep relationship with those communities. And all of them worked from the understanding brought to them by their faith that all people have inherent worth and dignity and all people deserve to thrive and survive. These ancestors helped to create the Unitarian Universalism we we know today. A faith that moves and changes as we learn and experience new things. A faith that reminds us that we are interdependent and that we can lean on each other for support and that we can lean on each other and support one another as we learn and grow and work together. A faith that has sided with love and justice for all people and our earth home. A faith that not only encourages us to do that work, but calls us to it, just as it called our ancestors. Our congregation was intentionally founded in the spirit that our faith embodies, to be in relationship with our community, and to live out the mission of, as we say it today, welcoming the seeker, cultivating relationship, nurturing spiritual wholeness and growing justice in the world. It's harder to do that work in these days of the dual pandemics of COVID-19 and white supremacy culture. And at the same time, it's more vital than ever to keep siding with love and justice. Right now, as we always have, Unitarian Universalists and other people of faith in religion and or in humanity are deepening and strengthening their work to protect the rights and lives of the marginalized. Our siblings at First Unitarian Church in Louisville, Kentucky opened their courtyard and their COVID closed doors last month to people protesting the decision to not prosecute the police officers who killed Breonna Taylor because they were choosing to to continue to protest in the face of a curfew and police were threatening to round them up. Our sisters at First Universalist Church in Rochester, New York, have opened their downtown building to street medics and chaplains and the people they need to treat during the protests against the police killing of Daniel Prude. Both congregations are also providing water and snacks to protesters. And our siblings at the UU Church of Columbia, Missouri, just voted to open their building to shelter homeless people in the winter you're going to receive an email from me this evening about what we might offer our community during the coming months to live in the legacy of our ancestors. Many of our colleagues, many of my colleagues and I too believe that there might be unrest and protests following election day as we either have to wait for results or deal with public dissatisfaction with the results in this atmosphere of division and polarization that has been intensifying over the last four years. If there are protests in Madison, we might find ourselves called to offer presence or support or space. I hope you'll read my email and spend some time reflecting on how you and how we as a congregation might respond. This is an offering we can make to heal forwards in time as Irisanya Moon also wrote. We have much to offer our descendants and our community and the generations of Unitarian Universalists and others who will know us as ancestors. May we honor the lives and deeds of our beloved dead and of all the ancestors who have traveled the journey of creating more love, beauty, peace, and justice in the world by continuing their work May their brightness live on in our vision, their courage live on in our commitments, and their love continue to bless the world through us so that we may carry on their spirits in our lives as ancestors to the next generations. So mote it be.